you little whippersnappers. <laughs> Welcome to the Busco and Friendly Podcast. Uh, that was a good in- intro. I like that one. You yeah. little whippersnappers. Yeah, I'm, I'm Busco. I'm Friendly. And you guys are the little whippersnappers. <laughs> I know where people are listening from today, Busco. We've, oh. had, we've had listeners all around the world. Ah, mate. I reckon someone is listening to this from Kazakhstan. Do you reckon? Oh, hit us up if you're from Kazakhstan. Well, we've had some Iranian listeners and Japan and Germany and yep. everywhere. I tell you what, if you're from Kazakhstan, let us know and I will send you some Busco and Friendly merch. A t-shirt. It'll arrive in three years, but, you know, we'll send it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll send it. Yeah, good. Um, now, we've full-blown turned full-blown... Full-blown professional. Absolutely. Haven't professional. we? Professional. Yeah. Fully. Fully. Like, I thought we were professional when we got our new mics. But, yeah. But no, that was that was not fully blown. I thought we were professional when we had our first sponsor, but yeah. no. Yeah. I thought we were professional when we learned how to get sound onto the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. But now we've actually arrived at professional town because yeah. we've got a full sound technician. Yeah, absolutely. An engineer. Yeah, before us, an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's yeah. He's a tech. Yeah, he's, what is he? He's just a man who he fiddles with the knobs. Yeah. That's what he is. He's the old knob twiddler. <laughs> he's got some headphones on. I'm not sure if they're plugged in, but he looks pro. He looks pro. He's got the cap. Like, he's, he's the, the real deal. Yeah. Anyway. I would like him to be in a separate room looking at us through glass like oh, the real Should like we make real him sit deal? outside? <laughs> we should do that. It's pretty cold. Yeah. His name's Chris anyway. He's yeah. a legend. Hey, Chris. Give G'day. us a shout out. G'day. There he is. There he is. Yeah. Man of a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. That's why he just, you know, twiddles. Yeah. He's the twiddler. Now, um, so this, that's good. So we're hoping our sound quality is a little bit better. Someone told us they stopped listening in episode three and haven't listened to any yeah. more because the sound was so bad. Yeah. And so we said, why don't you come in and do better? Yeah. <laughs> so here he is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's lovely to have you here, mate. And I appreciate, you know, your brain's... And, and knowledge. Yeah. I like what they do with other podcasts where they have a sound engineer and occasionally you get little snippets in the background. So mm. hopefully we'll hear a bit of, you know, a bit of gold from Chris. Yeah. Maybe. He doesn't yeah. have a gold microphone though. No, he doesn't. Nah. That'd be mine. <laughs> so if you want to partake in the discussion, Chris, maybe just um, put your hand up yeah. and then I, I will see it or Friendly will see it and then we'll be like, oh, yeah, jump in. Yeah. So don't just jump in anyway. No, just jump in, actually. <laughs> yeah, just talk over the top. It's fine. Yeah. Now, what you'll do, he'll just mute us and then start talking. Yeah, that's true. He's got all the power. Now, listeners, we've got a bit of a treat for you today. Oh, don't we ever. Do we what? <laughs> we've had a couple of guests over the time, haven't we? Well, we've had one we've real... We've had one. Well, and Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, forget about Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy he was, from England. He was awesome. He came over from the UK <laughs> for a bit and, and spoke really good. Anyway, yeah. uh, we've got a fella called Sam... Hey, I don't have that. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. yeah. Sammy yeah. Wardner. I was put off because you said that the uh, the last guy was British. Yeah. And he, I don't yeah. have a sexy British accent. Yeah, yeah. So no. I was, you just got me startled all of a sudden. You've yeah. got a good accent though. It was cool. good. Yeah. Is, is it People like, tell me I pronounce bag and tag weirdly. Whoa, man, this is the weirdest pronunciation I've ever heard. Can you say ragtag? Ragtag. <laughs> Can you say bag lag dag? <laughs> Uh, come on. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going well. Can you say? He's <laughs> <laughs> still trying to get the words out. <laughs> bag, lag, tag. Yeah. 
Can you say I was in Baghdad before you're in your dad's bag? Get him here to make fun of his accent. <laughs> oh, this is good. Jeez, oh, no. I can tell I'm going to be in. <laughs> I'm no, in stitches this, this is going to be good. Oh. Sam, I, I'm really interested in your surname. Your, can you say your surname? Not just so I can make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make fun of it, uh, the Dutch pronunciation. I'm told I'm not Dutch, but is uh, Vardener. Vardener, uh, but That's it's good. Wardener to yeah. play Bozies. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like 200 A's in it, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Minus 197. <laughs> yeah. No. Nice. Okay. So, hang on. Three. Yeah. Maybe three? Three. three. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Would you agree with the saying, if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much? Yes. Mm. I would. Yeah. Mm. It's good. It's a good. I wish my um, heritage rhymed with something. <clears throat> if you ain't... If you ain't English yeah. convict... Yeah. <laughs> you ain't... Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> uh, you ain't on it. <laughs> what? You ain't on it. If you ain't, if you ain't British convict, you ain't on it. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. On it. No, nah, I don't like it. Yeah. No. Um, now, we were chatting to Wardner the other day, and we were hearing his story a little bit, and we said, hey, would you like to be on the world-famous Busco Friendly podcast? Yeah. He jumped at the idea. Didn't he? So well, famous, it, yeah. 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 Enthusiastic. He's just oozing with enthusiasm about coming on the podcast. Yeah, we had to bend his arm a little bit. Just a little bit, but now he's here, he's loving it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see my arms in a sling now. Yeah, we really <laughs> had to twist it. So, we, we were talking, weren't we, about faith stories and belief, because that's kind of what we're, that's our jam. We talk it? a lot about that. Yeah. Any opportunity. That's our Vegemite, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What's that mean? Well, it's our jam. Oh, yeah? You know. <laughs> Just another spread. <laughs> when they say that's our jam, are they talking about a spread? I don't know. Or <laughs> well, well, the preference. music. Yeah. Or is it yeah. music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, All no. this time you thought, oh, you know, they must really like, you know, strawberry jam. I honestly or... thought it was a weird saying. Yeah. That didn't make much sense. No. Well, what is there your you go. Jam? Raspberry or strawberry? Or... Apricot. I'm an apricot mm. man. Mm. Big Isn't time. that marmalade? No. No, it's different. <laughs> is it? Different. I've got a theory about marmalade. He is English, so... You have to be over 48 to enjoy marmalade. Name a single person under 48 that likes marmalade. Pretty sure my son, Will, who's nine, likes marmalade. Does he? So, there goes your theory. Yep. All right. I retract my theory. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Easy. Uh, It is good to have Sam on the podcast, though, because he is a real deep-thinking bloke, I'll say. A real... um, Just... He's connected with... Spirituality is connected with uh, nature. You know, he's an outdoorsy bloke. Yeah. Loves the outdoors. Yep. Loves, you know, putting out fires and stuff like that. Yeah. And lighting them. And lighting them too. Yep. Riding his bike. Loves it. What's your favourite outdoors pursuit? Oh. I don't know. What's your favourite kid? <gasps> oh, touche. Oh. Got him. Yes. Hey, I can't wait to ask you that question very, very soon. Well, that's oh, yeah. true. We've got huge news, yeah. haven't we? Oh, we do. Well, <laughs> Sam's got news. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the news. Do you want to tell us your news? I'm sure it's very meaningful for people who don't know me, but uh, oh, they know you now. Twins soon. Yeah. Hey. And for those who don't know, that's two babies <laughs> at the same time, isn't it? Yes. Well, the same Yes. Yeah. Not exactly the same time, but no. like one sort of slightly. 
no. after the other. Yeah, one yeah. gets still lauded over the other for the rest of their life. Yeah. yeah, I was a minute older than you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they die a minute earlier. No, no. Die. <laughs> I don't think. No. <laughs> I don't think there's like an expiry no. date. <laughs> Lots of variables there. <laughs> yeah, you know, good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought that one through. Uh, yeah. How are you feeling about having twins, though? Uh, blissfully ignorant is how I commonly describe it's a, it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good way to be, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I think it would be rubbish if you had one baby and then you had twins. Oh, definitely hanging my hat on the fact that it's first up. Yes, because mm. you won't, yeah. If you had one, you're like, oh, this is hard work. Gee, there's two on their way. Didn't yeah. someone say to you the other day, oh, well, could be worse. You could be having triplets. Oh, yes, that's been said. Mm. Is, that a, yeah. is that a helpful saying? It's more helpful than the other reaction, which is, why'd you go and do that for? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's not very helpful. No, no it's not. No. No. It's been said, though. Idiots. <laughs> don't they understand Who said that? biology? You, you are plonkers. You Never don't even... went to health class. Yeah, you didn't even go to health class, you big old gyp gyps. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, very exciting, though. So, I'm excited. What what we were talking about was a bit of your faith journey. So you grew up kind of in the church. Mm-hmm. What kind of church was it? Church of Christ. Very, uh, I don't know, open-minded, non-denominational, to use the technical lingo. Would you say middle of the road? Yes. So not not super, um, you know, traditional. Yeah. But not super out there. Not super, yeah, mystic, spiritual. Yeah. Happy no, Clappy, yeah. not Happy Clappy. Happy Clappy. Mm. Mm, no, very middle of the road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like so, marmalade. Bit, bit like marmalade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you would travel. You travel along a bit. And uh, what age were you when our discussion? You know that thing we talked about the other day. How old were you when that happened? <laughs> uh, not the twins. The other stuff. The other stuff. Uh, well, it was sort of a continuum, but I guess the apex of the story was when I was 23. When I... No, there was a song 17. about 23. Oh. Is it? When I was 17. When I was 17. Is that it? I had my very first beer. That's from The Simpsons, isn't it? Is it? I think, I think it is. Chris will know. <laughs> What's that song? I don't know. I've never heard it before. 20, no, there's a Bling 182 when I was 23. Remember? Chris will know. Remember? <laughs> oh. No, there's nothing this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Should okay. we just cut to the story? We, 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 we're talking about this story. We know he's 23. Yeah. How old are you now? 26. Okay. So, so this was ago. like four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> and tell us what happened. Um. So I guess this is a story of, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the main moral of the story is, but we'll just go from the start. So Revelation? Was, rev, yeah, revelation, yeah. 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 Instigation? Think, mm, mm, no, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong word. <laughs> revelation, we'll go with that. Yeah. So I'd spent the last few years before this event uh, just sort of, I don't know, traveling around on my merry way, was uh, doing a lot of skiing, chasing the snow clouds around the world. And it was, you know, it was pretty great. I got to ski a lot of snow. Yeah. A lot of deep powder and... A bit um, of pow. A bit of pow. Yeah. 
it was uh yeah it was a good time but uh if anyone listening knows the uh ski culture is very very party orientated oh yeah yeah very transient as well <laughs> yeah you're there for a good time not a long time that's yeah that pretty much sums it up yeah, yeah sort of like get your paycheck drink it away that night and yeah. then uh live on two minute noodles for the rest of the yeah the course. rest of the week yeah and you're living with you know is sometimes in almost slum-like conditions i've lived lived with 18 housemates at one point really uh, and i think for the whole five months there was minimum of maybe seven people drunk at all times <laughs> wow for five months so yeah it's, a, it's an interesting uh culture for a for a you know christian church boy to uh be part of yeah, yeah. was it a bit of a shock to the system or or did you handle it oh i just sort of yeah fly by night fly by the seat of my pants it's just Roll with the punches? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just throwing just out. Just saying. Is it yeah. seat or seam, though? Oh, I don't know. Chris? Seam. Seam, okay. Oh, is it? I'm going to say it wrong. I've, always, I've actually always wanted to know that. Flying There's by the one. seam of your pants or flying by the seat of your pants? Seat, surely. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. seat, you plonkers. Is it? Why would there be a seat be part of your pants? Well, just the bum part. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> oh, flying by the bum part of your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners... Email us. Yeah. Or write us a letter. We often get corrected. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, anyway. No, I guess what going. I'm trying to say is it wasn't really a shock. Growing up in public schools here in Victoria is, uh, yeah, it's not too dissimilar. It's a real warm up for that sort of... No, people are drunk all the time in schools. Oh, you yeah. would have had a taste. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah. It was, yeah, it wasn't too much of a shock. I was, I sort of knew that that's what it was going to be, but I was just there for the snow. I didn't care about the partying. I didn't, I don't drink. I didn't drink at the time. Um, I was just there to ski, but so, I was definitely an outsider in that, in that culture. <laughs> were you um, welcomed in though? Did they like you? Oh, you could connect just based off the, the common interest of skiing and snowboarding, but it was... Yeah, once the chairlift closed, it was like, oh, I might shoot a game of pool, but yeah, everyone's getting messy. Time for me to go home and yeah, hang yeah. out by myself because no one else was not getting messy. Yeah. yeah. Snow and alcohol generally don't go that well together, do they? Uh, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, the, yeah, definitely. When I One season I did in Japan, they warned us that if you see somebody on the side of the road, like late at night, just invite them home because people have passed out in the snow, been hit by snow plows or just died of exposure. So, Gee. yeah. Did it's, you have to it's do full that? on. Yeah, we, oh, then we often would have strangers sleeping on our couch because they didn't have anywhere to go or they were too blasted to tell anybody where they were going. Or, were they Japanese people? No. Oh. No. They don't cut people off at the bars there and the Aussies just have no self-control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why the question about Japanese? It was in Japan. Oh, yeah. Fair question. And and I know a fair bit of Japanese. Do you? Yeah. Go on. Um Name wa Mark Des. Mushi Mushi. Hi Gazaimas. Hey I feel like I was just transported right back there. Thank you, yeah. I've can got you, a good can accent. Can you translate for us then, Sam? Yeah. I think not you Mark. Said, Mark's not gonna translate. you're gonna translate. My name is Mark. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yep. Yes, yes <laughs> I, I think I do. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. very good. So it was actual Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll pay that. Oh, full blown. <laughs> do you know my wife on our last podcast? She went, "Could you try not say full blown as much?" 
Every time we up to. Uh, yeah. It's a good story. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> Sorry for being born. Full blown. <laughs> Careful, someone will make a drinking game out of it. Oh yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, they'd love that in Japan in the uh, in the snow in culture. The snow culture, exactly. Did you ever snort some cocaine? No. Did you ever? <laughs> I've witnessed it. Do you want to know what a, a guy described it to me once? He called it a V8 supercar. And it's where you put two lines out. Yeah. And you rev up and you go, vroom, 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 And you just go for both lines at once. Really? V8 wow. I don't know if that was... I think that was just his little weird thing. <laughs> Did you ever smoke uh, crack? No. Did you ever inject heroin? No. <laughs> Did, you, <laughs> Did you ever smoke some ganja? No. Um, did you ever do something with an eight ball? No. I don't know what an eight ball is. <laughs> I think it's a drug term. I, mean, I play pool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so let, let's get this right. You didn't do any drugs. Hang but on, there was no, heaps no. around. I'm oh, finished. you're still going. Okay. You, so, have you ever taken on. an E? No. Or half an E? No. Quarter of an E? No. Okay. <laughs> so, I haven't done drugs. Establish that. Correct. But it was everywhere. Is everywhere. that what you're saying? Everywhere yeah. you went, like yeah. people were drunk, people were taking drugs, especially yeah. at night time. Was it like people do a run and then at the bottom they'd, you know? Oh, absolutely. Pop yep. Yeah, right. Smoko, lunch breaks. Yep. Wow. Do you think it goes against the Christian um, lifestyle or Jesus' idea for living to take drugs? I personally do, yeah. I do mm. believe that. That's good. Why? Mm. Oh, okay. This is where I'm meant to be a deep thinker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's a tough question. You put him on the spot. Absolutely, I did. Um, it's my speciality. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few schools of thought, though, isn't there? Like some people would say that you should, you know, body is is a temple of the spirit, therefore you should look after it. Oh, yeah. Others will say, uh, you know, so I'm, my story, I grew up in the Salvation Army where it was like you didn't drink and that was, that was part but of it. But they loved the ganja. Uh, not 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 so much. I don't think. <laughs> do but, they like speed? <laughs> are we going to do this again? <laughs> I tell you what, they loved a V eight supercar. Did they? <laughs> oh, they love that. Oh, yeah. They get off on that Pop in the, the cell down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get the cocaine out. Uh, no, but they didn't drink because they were all about ministering to the to the alcoholics. So I wonder, actually, Sam. This is is probably a. a, a a, a leading question then. Yeah. Mm. So their thing was about a point of difference, and yeah. having that point of difference made, you know, were, enabled them to sort of minister and, and be light in dark places. Did you find that was true for you? I think that definitely speaks to the reason that I don't drink and still don't drink. Um, and the drugs, I guess, is just a, yeah, another level above that. Just choosing not to enjoy this life that's been blessed and gifted to me in an altered state and and also just choosing to yeah just to offer a different a different way of living to what is i guess sometimes pressured upon people like i don't feel the the reason i don't drink is that through high school i i did not like the pressure that was put on you that you could you had to to fit in you had to drink Mm. and so i just decided to go against that and yeah yeah no, I like that. I like that answer. That's good. There's the thing about drugs. I reckon for kind of God wants best for us, mm. and I, I don't know. Just if you did a general, um, can, you know, survey of drug taking adults, I imagine most of them would say, 
yeah, I've done some pretty silly things while I was under the influence. Mm. And some people would even say, you know, I've ruined my life because of it. So I suppose that's a, a good argument in itself, isn't it? That God oh, just yeah. wants, wants best for us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you no, know one agree, time, this is probably a terrible example, but one time I think I'm I was looking in, forward to it. This is going to be good. <clears throat> I think I might have been in year nine or year 10 and I'd been at a, a party and um, probably had a bit too much to drink. Yeah. And I, I remember vividly, well, not that vivid actually, um, yeah. but I, when I was, had too much to drink, I started telling people about God. Oh yeah. So I actually went the other way. <laughs> I had all my inhibitions or whatever gone. I was like just preaching it. Really? Oh yeah. Nice. And did people like it? Uh, I think they were a bit weirded out, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of sitting on this bench, just rambling. Really? Oh yeah. I was like, it sounds like one of those, you know. Uh, yeah. Did your dad the world, in yeah. his the world um, is doomed sort of people? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Did your dad in his um, Salvo's uniform come and pick you up, thinking you're some bum? <laughs> That would have been gold. Yeah. I don't think my dad knows any of that. Oh. John, if you're listening, <laughs> your son was a drunkard. Uh, yeah. Look, I think we already established my dad doesn't listen to this podcast when you mocked his dad in episode one. Oh, that's right. When he, yeah. was, he died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did die. <laughs> yeah. And still dead. <laughs> He's still dead. Yeah. 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 Um, Sam, back to, back to you know where we are in Japan. I imagine that would be pretty difficult. To, to live differently in that place, or was it? Well, well I, don't know. I think by different? now that was that was pretty. I'd been in that scene for a number of years now, and so I sort of had my patterns down. Like I would just make the most of the skiing, and then I would chill out at home, or yeah, I don't know, find things to do. But often it was yeah, most people weren't weren't up for that sort of stuff. They were just they wanted to be at the bar and. Didn't want to, I don't know, keep trying to ski at night once the lifts are closed. <laughs> yeah. Keep hiking up the hill or go dig some jumps or something. Or, I don't know, just making the most of that experience. So. How did your spiritual life go in amongst that? Did you find you grew spiritually or did you find you, you lagged a bit? Or, you know, what, you know, we talk about relationship with God and this thing. Was your relationship popping or was it dropping? <laughs> Uh, it wasn't I was dropping or it was just frozen where it was it felt like I was just in a, a cubicle and I couldn't move forward I couldn't move sideways I couldn't move backwards I'd try and go to different churches on Sundays like tried different churches around the place and just never got anything out of it at all didn't really know why I was doing it yeah. um so yeah, no, definitely was not thriving at all. Didn't feel like I was learning. Like I was learning a little bit to stand up for my beliefs and to be who I was, but yeah, I didn't really understand, as we'll find out later, I didn't really understand why I was doing that or what oh, I was doing. Oh, boom, what a segue. I actually, when I worked in the snow for a season and I found that I couldn't actually attend church because Sunday was one of the biggest days that you had to work. Mm. So that was a bit frustrating. Mm. But anyway, let's get into the story. So you were in Japan, you're tripping around the whole world, doing some oh. climbing and <laughs> friendly. Now we're talking about not drinking and friendly's opened beer and it's gone everywhere. All over our studio floor. It's half frozen. Yeah. John, if you could see him now. <laughs> what a mess. Oh man. Speak of the drunk. Wow. 
All right, you still didn't okay, say okay. that. So, okay, keep going. So, <laughs> so then this happened in Australia, didn't you? You were back in Australia. Correct, yep. You were thinking, what is all this about? What happens next? Uh, so, I guess I was feeling a bit tired of that lifestyle. Um, feeling like things were not really clicking. Things were missing in my life. Um, and I, I knew my faith was important to me. Well, I thought I thought I did, but then I started wondering. Well, I've been given so many opportunities and temptations to renounce my faith. Life would have been so much easier if, when somebody said, "Oh, do you want to, you know, do you want to do a line or whatever?" I didn't have to then explain, <laughs> yeah. explain that I believe that I believed in Jesus and I chose a moral code that was appropriate for His teachings. And it just, it would have been easier if I just said, heck yeah, let's go. Let's have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd been given so many opportunities like that. And every single time I'd stood strong and, and at times it felt like I suffered for it. I didn't have friends. I felt lonely. Um, And it was just, I didn't really see why I, I wasn't seeing any sort of reward for that behavior at all. I wasn't growing in my relationship with God at all. I wasn't, yeah, I just felt like it was hard and there was no point to it. And I thought, what? did it feel a bit like this? It's going to be good. Did it feel like <coughs> you were away camping and you'd left your girlfriend at home? Ooh. And whilst on out on camping in the, in the regions... You met three beautiful women and they all wanted to take you to a local dance. But you said, no, I will not do that. Then you got home and your girlfriend was at a local dance with some plonker. (laughs) Now that is is a good analogy. Um, No. Uh, Okay then, continuing the story. (laughs) <laughs> helpful <laughs> unhelpful analogy uh, yeah, yeah. didn't you D- like, it's entertaining yeah though. entertainment value yeah I like it yeah we're all about you know entertainment that's it I should embellish a bit more no, no I haven't done right. enough Get, of that no. yet uh, I think it, it got to the point though and this was a real kicker for me where I started questioning how I'd been brought up and I got really fearful that I'd been brainwashed and brainwashed by people that I love and respect, like my parents. Mr. and Mrs. Vardana. That's right, yeah. And um, mentors that I grew up with at church and peers as well. Um, Yeah, just people I really respected and I started really starting to think maybe, yeah, the reason I can't, I've stood strong or couldn't give up or renounce my faith in these situations was because that, yeah, that I'd been brainwashed. Whoa, that's huge. Yeah. Do you, it sounds like you kind of almost resented like your, your, your faith to an extent, you know? Like it would be so much easier if you didn't have that belief system. Yeah, definitely. And it felt like then I was trapped between a rock and a hard place where if I kept going the way I was going, then it wasn't, it didn't feel fulfilling. But if I, if I did renounce my faith, then it, was like, or maybe I then was agreeing that I had been brainwashed because I believed it so strongly um, that 
that would just be I don't know that just felt like that would be really embarrassing to admit that yeah, yeah. and so like a stubborn part of me was ho- was holding on as well fighting against that and I was just so confusing I didn't know where my motivation was um yeah it was just really yeah. f- like it was scary and confusing can I ask you this question how much of your faith in those days were was built on what you'd been told or what you've been taught and learned at at church and whatnot versus um experiencing something that you'd you'd sort of learn for yourself through experience you i i'd had real experiences like i'd seen my friends healed um i'd felt healing myself um i believe that that god healed my elbow um which was broken um that's a whole nother story yeah um part two yeah, he and I fully like he delivered me from addiction to pornography as well, which is again another part three, another story. Yeah, um, so I know I definitely Busco friendly and sad, itchy me son on point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get what you're asking, and I think like I definitely had experiences to draw upon, yeah. and um. But I think that was just the the strength of the enemy attacking me, saying like to put that fear in my mind and that thought in my mind that I was brainwashed, even though I had so much, um, yeah, so much strong experience to draw upon, uh, was just showing that power, I guess. Let me say this, Sam Regan Wardner. I think God is big enough. And I'll say this to the listeners out there as well. I think God is big enough for those doubts and for those questions, as you'll find out when he tells the rest of the story. Cause I think, it's okay to say, you know, is this a lie? Have I been brainwashed? God, are you there? Are you real? And really rigorously look into it. Would you agree, Friendly? Yeah, 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 <clears throat> absolutely. I, you you have to help me out here because it reminded me of the Queen song. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Um, Yesterday. No, <laughs> no. no. Um, I've lost it now. Now you've started singing that, I've lost the song. Go on, Queen. Uh, Only. It's Bohemian Rhapsody. You, you, Which part? Help, come on. Help me if you can. No, I'm feeling no, no, no. Down. Chris, come on. I'm singing come Beatles. On. No. <laughs> well, that was, a, that was a helpful interjection I just Let's made and then completely go. lost it. <laughs> no. um, Ca- carry on. <laughs> Forget I said anything. Mama just killed a Put a gun against his head. <laughs> now he's dead. No, that's not it. Oh. Yeah. I think know. that is Bohemian Rhapsody, though, isn't it? I don't know. There's it didn't lots really of parts sum up to my it. experience at all. But... <laughs> oh, okay, carry on. Sorry. No, my no, we no, get no, it. no, my mistake. The no, listeners no. want to hear this. You're going to have to keep going now until we get it. And I don't think they want to hear that. It's <laughs> just begun. No. Come on, start from the start. How's it start? I think it goes like this. <clears throat> Hang on, as Chris just Googled it. Is this the real yeah. life? Yeah, that's Is it. Is this just fantasy? Is he coming? No, no. Caught, 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 in. caught in a landslide. Escape from reality. Open your eyes and look up to the skies. And see. <laughs> yeah, stop there. That's pretty. That's pretty. That was like your story in a Queen song. That's very was accurate. It? That was better than the previous <laughs> verse. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, anyway, carry on. Mm. Where were we? Where were oh, we? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Experience. You're you feeling brainwashed. You're, feeling... you're thinking, is this brainwashing? I don't want to give it up because then I'll look like a Muppet. Yeah. But I want to know the truth. Yeah. I've stuck to the guns and God's, you know, headed off to a dance. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was another story. That was a good analogy. <clears throat> So and now you're home. Well, now the like any good story, the uh, romantic interest enters Ooh, here and we go. Uh, throws a curveball in there. And she's now carrying twins. Yeah, so the spoiler alert. You beauty. <laughs> um, I was rock climbing, which is one of my favourite things to do um, at one of my favourite places ever, Mount Arapiles. and the Grampians. Near there. Uh, yeah, not quite. Yeah. Yep. But uh, (laughs) a place where I usually felt very content and would live a very simple sort of lifestyle, Um, just eat, sleep and climb, hang out with friends, Um, people that I did consider friends and had more in common with than than just, yeah, they they weren't interested in partying as much and people I connected with a lot better. And uh, so, but I was feeling this particular trip, I was just feeling really unsettled. Um, I was chatting to... This girl, we'll give her a name, Rebecca. Rebecca. Um, and that was that was on my mind a lot, and I was just feeling like, yeah, it was I wasn't really enjoying my time there, and I didn't know what to do. So I, I climbed to the summit by myself and just sat up there and sort of just sat there silently, just thinking, t- trying to talk to God, which is something I. Is, is the place I find I connect with God the most is just outside in a big landscape and just spend time being quiet. And I asked him the question. I said, God, should I ask this girl out? And the reply was, no, wait. Whoa. And that was not the answer I wanted to hear. Now, no, let's but- just, let's just <clears throat> kick in there just for a second. Was it an audible voice from the cloud? No. It was a inner, just, yeah, like an inner prompting. Yeah. And it was a, like, I don't know, if I made it up, it would just be saying, yes, go for it, because that's what every other part of <laughs> the inner me was yeah. saying. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it's, it's similar to how I've heard from him in the past. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So you're on top of a mountain and God spoke to you. Yeah. It's very biblical. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I afraid of being compared there to uh, greater figures than I, so we won't we won't go there. But, uh, <laughs> he does have a beard, though, listeners. He does. So quite biblical, <laughs> quite because prof- all biblical characters have, have beards. We know that every That's male the razor of Gillette didn't exist. Ah, right? Every yeah. male person in the Bible, other than babies, baby Jesus didn't have one, but all the grown-ups had beards. Except for the Romans, they're always pitchy without beards, aren't they? Why is that? I don't know. Maybe they did shave. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, like, any... What we all like to do in these situations is uh, find the person that's going to give you the advice that you want to hear. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I could have been a politician with that sort of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I drove a few hours. I left early. I still had a few days I could have spent climbing before I had to be back at work. But um, it was very unusual for me and I decided to leave early and um, go to my best friend's house a few hours away that I hadn't seen him for a while. And I thought, oh, you beaut, he'll, he'll tell me to go for it. He'll be encouraging. Uh, and when I got there, that didn't happen. No. What? How dare he? When I got there, I was going to ask him the question and then I thought something something just stopped me. I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about this. Like he was going on about things that he was learning about Jesus and his relationship with Jesus. And I thought, uh, and he had a new relationship at the time. And I thought, man, he's going on more about his relationship with Jesus than he is about his relationship with this girl that is fantastic so was that a was that kind of a new thing for him being into jesus or was it a no no he's always been 10 steps ahead of me for yeah. sure he um, loves jesus yeah absolutely yeah, good on him yeah like quick shout out what's his name his name's matt ah, good on you matt you champion <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um and so yeah i just felt awkward bringing it up i felt like i would disappear selfish and or self-indulgent um and so instead I just he started asking me how I was going in my relationship with Jesus and I started being pretty candid with him. I've always been able to be honest with him. Everyone needs a mate like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just like, Look, I'm not good. I've honestly I feel like and it's probably the first time I'd really said it out loud and you know, you have those moments where you actually are forced to articulate something and then it sort of clicks and you realise like yes. that's what you've been thinking. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And I was like, Oh actually I think I've been brainwashed by the people that like that brought both of us up, you know, your parents, my parents, the people at church. Is that scary saying that out loud? Yeah. Yeah. Did you cry a little bit? No. I I definitely (laughs) cried later. I didn't cry then though, but um but you know, it was a it was a full on thing to say and go, why have I been given I was definitely distraught is probably the right word yeah, yeah. was like why thought. am i why was i given so many opportunities maybe i did cry actually it's coming back to me oh yes why, why was i given so many opportunities to turn my back on my faith and i couldn't do it like do i not have any free will in this situation am i forced to believe and so he just started he was just like ah i've got i've got something for you and he just op- flicked open his bible and just started reading a passage to me and I was Matt, like, you hound dog. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, what about this feeling that I've had? And he's like, oh, no, I've got something for that too. And he would, and we sort of went this back and forth for a bit. And then it got to the point where I wasn't even saying, it wasn't like a cause and effect. I wasn't saying anything. And he was just then getting prompted internally from, from his internal spirit saying, I'm going to read this passage to you next. I'm going to read this passage to you next. And it just kept flowing like that. And that was, that was hitting your questions. Oh, absolutely. It was hitting my questions and it was, but it got to the point where I wasn't even hearing what he was saying. And I was, this is the most profound experience I've ever had. It was sort of, it was like a vision, I guess. And it was like, God took me through every single moment of my life, but mostly those last five years and just pointed to every single scene going, that's where I was standing. That was that was me. Whoa, that was me that did that's that. That's awesome. That's where I was. And just in the blink of an eye, it happened, but it felt so real, like almost reliving all of it. 
and then just coming back into that room and just going boom like something yeah. everything feels so different all of a sudden and knowing that I hadn't been toiling in vain every small attempt I'd made to try and strengthen my faith and to have a closer relationship with Jesus was paying off even though I didn't realize it and he was there looking out for me in those times and he was real and those fears of being brainwashed were just they were gone because yeah. suddenly I could remember those past experiences that I'd had and yeah, it was just, it was life-changing. Yeah. Was, was there some insights you had about like where he was in those moments that sort of you know, blew your mind? Like specifically where he was or what he was doing in, in that moment? Yeah, like it was so vivid at the time. It was so, so vivid. And if you'd asked me straight afterwards, like I could have given you like, yeah, specific examples of conversations and, and thing like places he might have been standing and, yeah, and people he was behind and stuff, but it, now it's yeah, it's a few years on, and yeah, I did write some stuff down, um, and I was reading over it earlier, and I was kicking myself because I wasn't specific enough with what I wrote down. So yeah, yeah. Do you do you feel like you're able to, you know, not give in to temptation because because Jesus was there with you? Like, is that kind of the realization now? Is actually I, I was able to stand strong because I wasn't alone in it. Yeah, well, I think that was one of the things that was first read to me. And I, I look, I hesitate to say this. We wanted to edit this later. Hmm. Um, I think it's in Second Peter. We make mistakes uh, all the time. It's fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a, friendly does. There's a verse that goes something along the lines of everything that you need for godly and righteous living has been deposited in you from the start or something along those lines yeah and that really spoke to the idea of why or the that sort of yes it spoke to the part of why i couldn't give up my faith because he'd or like the reason i couldn't do it was not because i was forced to to think a certain way but it was because he'd already given me all of the inner strength that i needed to deal with those situations yeah yeah does that make sense <coughs> yeah yeah and looking back now I'm, I'm guessing there's there's you know rather than resentment there's relief you know that you were able to kind of stand strong oh absolutely yeah. yeah definitely yeah yeah no i learned so much from it um and now it, it's makes me yeah it stands firmer in my decisions and feel less awkward about them it's still hard sometimes but it gets easier every every day yeah can i ask you a question mm. so in the lead up to seeing your mate matt g'day matt your champion um you were feeling quite anxious agitated unsettled uninvigorated inhibitation at all <laughs> and the like some of those things yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then after this revelation, after this vision, what was your emotion? What was your, you know, state of being? Oh, just joy. Yeah, joy. And I was sort of kicking myself. I was going, how could you be so stupid? How could you believe? <laughs> how could you let let yourself believe all these lies that... Yeah that you were telling yourself that I don't know where they were coming from. And as how, how could I have not seen what was right in front of me the whole time? And yeah, I just, yeah, I kind of was like 
just laughing at myself a little bit going you, you're an idiot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but that, joy was the main yeah yeah that feeling you had sam yeah. how do you reckon that compares to a v8 supercar <laughs> yeah <laughs> and not the car one no no like the, the lot lines. longer yeah. lasting I can long, long, longer that. lasting yeah. well that's good still yeah. going yeah that's yeah it. great because you do sh- strike me as a person that is full of joy a, mm, a yep. real simple straightforward joy and that and you just looking at him I reckon friendly you can tell that that comes oh, yeah. from his relationship with God and his connection with God yep and I wonder if that I wonder if we'd met you before then you know, you're up on top of Mount Arapalozo. <laughs> if we'd have thought, who's this numpty? But now we're like, hey, who's yeah. this joyous fella? Yeah. I wonder. I, I, reckon, I, reckon, I reckon there's definitely, not that we knew you before, but it sounds like there's definitely been a distinct change, change mm. of like um, perspective. Do you know my mate? I've got a pastor and when he, when he sees a lady become a Christian, he always reckons they lose five or six years off their face. <laughs> so he, he reckons he could almost sell it as a as a young, you know, ladies put the cream on your face to make yourself look younger, become a follower of Jesus, and all this joy fills your life, and you actually look younger. So it's, it's an interesting theory. Yeah. Imagine they could I don't upset know if it people. Be, yeah, profit, profiteering off the word of Jesus. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sam, you look quite young. Thank you. You are only twenty six, yeah. so you know that could yeah. be could be to do with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a cool story. I mm. love I love the idea of a vision. Oh yeah. It, it felt so heaps. real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like a, it was real. And it's, that at that point, you cried a bit. Oh yeah, so many tears. And yeah. I, actually, you funny that like before that, I hadn't cried since I was a kid and now the last three years I cry all the time the oh, the imagine hat. when the twins come along oh, you're going to be a oh, mess I'm going to be an absolute <laughs> mess that's going to be the best yeah. yeah yeah. but no seriously like yeah like feel the spirit stir in me at church or something and yeah. it's just tears every time yeah, yeah. I've huh. seen that actually yeah and enjoy it yeah <laughs> um, yeah awesome well thanks mate that's a great story isn't it that's a great story it's been a longer episode than what we used to this one but I think it's been absolutely worth it yeah because there's so many different <clears throat> I thought we were, you know we had because you, you gave us the abridged version the other night and then mm. there's so many more layers and uh, we just could have kept going I reckon if we wanted to like, dig a little deeper mm. yeah mm, love it if you want I can read you what I wrote that night and then oh. you can edit it out if it if it's rubbish if, if it's, it's rubbish no. we'll delete it <clears throat> Now read it for sure. Yeah. It's very vague. I was, yeah, like I said, I was kicking myself for, and it's, it jumps around a lot. Like, I didn't really put any punctuation in. I was <sighs> obviously too excited for punctuation. Did you write it on your phone? Too excited yeah. for punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wild child, watch out. Yeah, yeah, out of control. Please. How did you text that to yourself? How do you write it on your phone? There's an app called Notes, Mark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you to show me that later? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> on his on his Apple Apple Mac, <laughs> what is it? Apple Mac iPhone. Apple Macintosh iPhone. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, radio. Well, straight from the Apple Macintosh iPhone time machine three years ago. <laughs> um, something has just shifted in me. How have I been so blind? How did I not understand the power of the word? The verses that Matt read to me seem so clear and powerful. How did I not see that you have been working in my life? I haven't been toiling in vain. How did I not see that you have been answering my prayers in your own time? 
How did I not see that you love me and delight in me? How did I not see that it is all from you, Lord? It doesn't matter what words I say to ask for healing because it comes from you. It's your power you decide to use. Scales have fallen from my eyes and my heart. Everything is so clear now. The reasons I didn't give up my faith despite every opportunity to do so was not due to brainwashing as I feared, but due to the ability you supply in us to seek and know you, Lord. How have I never understood the heart of evangelism until now? It's all for your glory, Lord. Help me to remember that. I am made righteous by your gracious sacrifice. I am free of comparison and pressure and doubt. These are not of you, Lord. I have a choice and I choose to ignore these thoughts and turn my focus to you, Lord, every day. Thank you for giving me a calling and now some more learning to understand that. The truth is the truth, Lord, no matter how the world misinterprets it. I can move forward in power and conviction because this is your knowledge you have given me. I have been scared that things I've been doing were just fake to keep up appearances, but now I see it wasn't false motivation. The desire was there as it was given by God. What I lacked was the understanding. I've been given new lenses to look through. Things that don't have, uh, things don't have to feel different because now they look different. I see them for what they are. Amen. Yeah, we should definitely edit that out. That was rubbish. <laughs> Not at all. That was amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, wow. I think we end it there. Oh, Mate, thanks for coming. That was the best. Yep. Listeners, you are lucky. Your earbuds have been tantalized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great episode. Thanks, Sam. No worries. Thanks, guys.